The one thing you hear incessantly, and it's become gospel in foreign policy circles for the past decade, is that the only way to bring peace and stability to Israel is with a, quote-unquote, two-state solution. The Palestinian state, where they have autonomy, and, of course, the Israeli state as we now know it. Um, But that is getting some pushback now for some foreign policy minds who look at what happened October 7th and say, well, what kind of state would the Palestinians B, among them, a gentleman that we think is one of the sharpest foreign policy minds out there, Elliot Abrams, who is the Senior Fellow for Middle Eastern Studies at the Council on Foreign Relations, and he joins us this morning on JR Morning. Elliot, good morning. Good morning. You're, 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 you're a heretic. You're speaking against the gospel here. Um, er, that's everybody's yep. go-to is the two-state solution. <laughs> so why is now the two-state solution no longer a solution in your mind? You know, there's uh, new reasons and old reasons. Uh, let's take the old one. Just let me make, I'll say one word, Jerusalem. You really going to split Jerusalem again? You're going to split it in half? And where is the line going to be? Where is the border going to be? I'd ask the same question about the West Bank. Tell me where the border is exactly. You've got <clears throat> Israeli towns, Ma'aleh Adumim, 40,000 people. Is that going to be in Palestine? So, these are old problems that we've talked about for a very long time and never solved. But there's a new problem, and it's really Iran. Look what they did in Gaza with Hamas. Look what they did in Lebanon with Hezbollah. Right now, the Houthis in Yemen, the day you create a Palestinian state, independent, sovereign Palestinian state in the West Bank, that's the day Iran says, wonderful. Wonderful, a new place from which to attack Israel. All of this happy talk about, well, we would just create a Palestinian state. That'll solve everything, is, is really, uh, I was going to say silly. It's irresponsible because people are not looking at the real problems it would create. Uh, sir, you said in the op-ed, Palestine might be free, but no one seems to care whether Palestinians will be. You, uh, yep. you said that we're calling for this democratic state, but it may not ever get there. Yeah, you know, it's a problem. Nobody talks about the word democracy. Uh, people say independent, sovereign, responsible, blah, blah, blah. Why don't they say democracy? Well, one reason is there is no Arab democracy. I mean, there is no Arab country, none, that is a democracy today. I think there's another reason. Polls show that if you had an election now, Palestinians would vote for Hamas. So people are afraid to let it be a democratic state. You have an election, Hamas wins, then what are you going to do? What that tells you is that Palestinians may support terrorism against Israel. They may actually favor terrorism against Israel. If that's their view, then you need a generation or two of de-radicalization. I mean, they've had generations now of being taught in textbooks, you know, this is, I'm not making this up. If there are 10 Jews and you kill seven, how many are left? That's the kind of thing. You've got schools and public squares and buildings named after terrorists who killed Israelis. You're going to need plenty of time to get rid of that kind of thinking. That's why people are afraid to use the word democracy right yeah. now. Elliot, there may be those out there saying, look, you're presuming the worst of these people. That they don't, that they aren't at at their core peace-loving people that just want a stable future for their children. 
So are we being fair in presuming that a Palestinian state would be an enemy state to Israel? I think we are being fair for two reasons. One is the opinion polls. Again, if you had an election tomorrow morning, opinion polls suggest Hamas would win. Well, there was but 75% the support for what happened on October 7th. Right, exactly. And then throw in Iran. I mean, suppose the majority of Palestinians want peace with Israel. That doesn't mean that Iran isn't going to sneak in all the money and all the weapons it can to turn the West Bank into, well, again, what it turned Yemen into, what it turned Gaza into. They're still going around saying death to Israel, death to America. They're arming and financing every terrorist group in the Middle East. They're going to do it in the West Bank if it becomes a, an independent sovereign state. They can't do it much now because Israel is in control of the security. You change that and they will just roll up their sleeves and say, terrific, another place to attack Israel from. Um, the Secretary Anthony Blinken is headed to the Mideast for another crisis tour, uh, basically to secure a new truce for the, the war. Um, your thoughts on the diplomatic solutions and how the president and White House play into that? Well, everybody's trying to get a, a immediate ceasefire for a while to get the hostages out. And of course, we all want the hostages out. Um, I think it'd be a mistake, though, to say to Israel, stop the war completely. Don't pull all your people out. Don't do anything else. Because then Hamas survives. And if Hamas survives, they win. I mean, this is really about whether Hamas is going to be able to survive in Gaza, come back, and, and threaten Israel. If you stop the war permanently tomorrow morning, Hamas survives. And survival is a victory for them and for Iran. Mm -hmm. if, what, if not a two-state solution, and the Biden administration still wants to sing out of that hymnal because I guess old habits are hard to break, what is the solution? What would work? What could you offer them if you were advising them as an alternative? Yeah, you know the problem with you is you're an American. And we all want solutions, right? We, we see a problem, we want to fix it. This one may not be so easy to fix. I mean, it's taken decades and decades. I would say, look, um, this is not the time to talk about an independent, sovereign Palestinian state. It is the time to talk about improving Palestinian uh, governance, improving the Palestinian authority, which is incredibly unpopular, incredibly corrupt, incredibly incompetent. So let's fix that first. We can talk about a Palestinian state, you know, someday, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Uh, but it's it's a delusion, as I said in the article I wrote, to think about it happening now, happening soon. If you want my answer, my answer is there would be a Palestinian, let's call it entity, and it would be in confederation with Jordan. I mean, if you look at the geography, it's got to mm -hmm. be Jordan or Israel. And the logic is, why would you have a confederation with a Jewish Hebrew-speaking state instead of an Arab-Muslim-Arabic-speaking state? It just makes more sense. But that's way, I think, way down the road. Start with trying to fix the Palestinian Authority and get some kind of decent uh, governance in there. Uh, sir, just briefly here at the end of our interview, the Houthis strike again, undeterred by the U.S. retaliatory strikes. What's next? 
I think we have to keep it up. I think what um, the president and others in the administration have said that this is just the beginning, that has to be true. Um, they, they just need to keep, you know, they, they have a finite number of weapons, of missiles, of rockets. We just need to keep hitting them until they stop. And if need be, at some point, we're going to have to punish Iran for this. Because the origin of this mm-hmm. is Iran. And they're not being punished. They're not paying any price. I'm not talking about World War III. I'm not talking about bombing Tehran. But they are going to have to pay some kind of How about of price. taking out a refinery, Elliot? Well, that is the kind of thing we, we need to think about. And we need to tell the Iranians, that's down the road here if you guys don't stop this. You can start with smaller targets just to tell them you're serious. You know, there's what we call a ladder of escalation. And you can start on the bottom of it. But uh, the Iranians have to send them a message. Guys, it's over. The Americans have uh, awakened. Yeah. Always a pleasure talking to you, Elliot. It's called the two-state delusion. It is a thoughtful look at this. I'd love your your alternative and the notion of having an Arab-speaking state be the linchpin in this. Uh, It makes just too much sense. And you're right. We all are all looking for solutions. Elliot Abrams, thanks again. You're welcome. When we come back, the shocking revelation yesterday that King Charles has cancer. Uh, What does that mean in terms of his duties, in terms of his family? Is this going to be, in some ways, a bridge to rebuilding relations with Harry? It's next on JR Morning. This winter's weather has definitely been something, hasn't it? Today we we heard from uh, our meteorologist that we should think about sunglasses and sunscreen. We also know it wasn't long ago that we needed four layers. Uh, Although temps may be milder right now, I think we all know we're going to see them back down again before spring is here in earnest. And something I want to remind you is you've got a furnace breakdown. It isn't just inconvenient. It's unsafe. And that's why my friends at CNC Heating and Air Conditioning are there on guard for you 24 hours a day to respond to your emergency calls. They've been doing this for 75 years. And they've had a winning strategy, making sure that your family is treated the way the Corian family would like to be treated, the folks that run CNC Heating and Air Conditioning. It's how they've become one of the most trusted outfits out there and are referred by our inside-outside guys. Uh, They know that they can repair it today, and if they can't, they can install a new one tomorrow. That's the level of quickness and customer service and the motto that they have and their promise to you. Right now, there's a carrier cool cash savings event underway that can save you money if you need a new carrier system. It starts with a very simple phone call, 800-MY-FURNACE, 800-693-8762. Get the free 21-point comfort survey. And if you do need installation of a new carrier heating and cooling system, they can get it for you tomorrow. Visit cncheat.com. That's cncheat.com. Don't leave it to chance. Call carrier. Turn to the experts.